Hello, friends. My name is Marcy Youngster, and you are listening to the Catholic Whisperer Podcast. This channel will be about discussing how to live your faith, love your family, and create a life of fulfillment by becoming your very best and helping everyone in your path. Hello, friends. I'm back today with part two of Come Home for Christmas. I've had a few of you reach out to me with questions, concerns, doubts, and I wanted to talk about a few of the things that have been coming up, as well as to add some additional insights that I have. So on my recent podcast, Come Home for Christmas, I basically put it out there that I want to invite each and every one of you, my dear listeners, those of you who have been baptized Catholic and maybe have wandered away from practicing your faith, maybe have stopped going to Mass, maybe you think watching it online is adequate, maybe you don't even know why you're Catholic, maybe you were never taught what it means to be a Catholic. And as a result of this, you might be what is commonly called a cultural Catholic, which means you identify as a Catholic, but you really don't know what it means. Uh, It's actually much more than just putting a business card in your wallet, which says, I am a Catholic in danger of death, please call a priest. It's much, much, much more than that. It's much more beautiful. And it does have responsibilities. If you join any country club, any high-level association, there are dues to be paid, there are privileges, there are benefits, There is a common sense of camaraderie with the members that are a part of the club or organization or country club. Now, the Catholic Church, of course, is not a country club, a club, etc. It is actually the mystical body of our Lord Jesus Christ. And every single person is invited to become a member of the Catholic Church. And how does one do that? Well, that's the, that's the scope for another podcast, but put very basically and simply, it's to be baptized with an, with an authentic baptism, uh, with water poured over the head, uh, with the words by the priest saying, I baptize you, whatever your chosen saint's name is, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen, thereby uh, original sin which is on each person's soul as it comes into this world, that original sin is washed away and the soul is cleansed and is made new in Christ and is has now um, been incorporated into the mystical body of Christ, is now a child of God, is now a future prince or princess of heaven. This person is now wearing, supernaturally speaking, the white robe of baptismal innocence. And we are called in scripture to keep our baptismal garments unsullied. Now, Jesus, in his infinite mercy and his infinite wisdom, he knew full well that that is very impossible for us 
to go through life without staining our baptismal garments with sin. And that is why in his masterful, brilliant, compassionate wisdom, he gave us the sacrament of confession, currently called the sacrament of reconciliation. Why am I digressing? Because at the crux of everything I'm trying to convey to my beloved listeners is the incredible importance of living out your Catholic faith. It's not enough just to be baptized and to say you're Catholic. There are obligations and there are immense privileges. To be honest, it's a little bit challenging for me to do this podcast because what is becoming clearer and clearer to me is that so many people are at different levels of understanding of what it means to be a Catholic that I'm scratching my head about where to actually start. Because if I'm talking to someone who's, say, 60, his or her understanding of what it means to go to confession is probably very different than if I'm talking to someone who's 22. And that is because the level of catechesis, the understanding, the Catholic training, the catechism that a 60-year-old received is very different from what someone in their 20s is now currently being taught. The language has changed. Some of the philosophy of how to teach it has changed. The wording has changed. So when I'm talking to someone, I may be using words that to a a person of a different age means something entirely different. All this to say, I want, I want the flame of love of the faith that's in my heart to pass to your heart. And then you can do with it what you wish, because each one of us has our own unique calling from God. My calling is simply to attract souls back to the faith and to help and guide them to a fuller understanding so that they know their unique identity in Christ, they realize that this life is very quick, very short, very fast, but eternity is very, very long. And I do not want any of my listeners to have the misfortune, the tragedy to go to hell one day. And hell is a word we rarely hear about any time, except if someone is cursing. And sad to say, hell is a very real reality, and many souls are falling into hell as we speak. And according to the words of Our Lady of Fatima, back in 1917, she said that souls were falling into hell like snowflakes in a blizzard, and the greatest reason was for sins against purity. Now, that is why I'm bringing up confession. That is why I'm encouraging everyone to come home for Christmas, every baptized Catholic. And if one of my listeners is not Catholic, perhaps you are a Methodist or a Protestant, uh, evangelical, etc., I would love, love, love for you to explore what being a Catholic means. And if you have any questions, reach out to me. Again, I'm talking to a wide audience And I'm still trying to drill down and get clear on who exactly I'm speaking to. 
what I'm doing right now is I'm basically talking to the people I've been meeting in the last few months, hearing their questions, hearing their concerns, seeing the realities of their lives, and praying about it. Lord, what can I do? What can I do with my limited means, my limited resources, my limited platform to help the souls that I'm encountering who don't understand what I understand? very possibly through no fault of their own. But I don't like to leave a situation that comes across my path without helping it to become better, helping the soul to understand a little bit more about what I understand. And then what the soul does with that is the soul's own business. So today, I just want to clarify. Come home for Christmas means start taking your baptismal vows seriously. Pick up a Catholic catechism or get, get a copy of the catechism you had as a child or, or pick up the phone and call the best practicing Catholic you know or simply go to Sunday Mass this coming Sunday. Better yet, if you can, go to Mass tomorrow. Catholics have Mass every single day of the week. My friend, I just want to put the torch of faith back in your hands if if the faith has gone out, if the light of the faith has gone out, or if it's going out, or if it's just a little flicker. I was blessed to be raised by a mother and father and grandfather, grandmother who stressed upon me that my greatest gift was my Catholic faith and that I must do nothing to ever lose it. And all praise to God, I have never lost my faith. Partly because I've always sought every day to protect it. Just like when you're walking down a street or at a church parking lot or in a church and you're you're handed a lit candle with one of those little paper holders and the wind starts to blow and you immediately put your hand up to protect that flame from the wind blowing so it doesn't go out. When you have the flame of faith, you need to be vigilant to protect it, that it does not go out. You need to be willing to take your hand or your mind, your situations very seriously and scan the horizon. What kind of winds are coming to blow out my faith? Are they the friends in my life? Are they the movies I'm watching? Are they the pieces of music I'm listening to? Is it my own bad instincts? Is it my, is it bad example from friends? Maybe it's even in my family. I was taught to protect my faith no matter what. Now, I know not everyone had parents like I had, and I'm not saying my parents were perfect. I'm just saying I was raised in such a way that it was enjoined upon me from a very early age, by my mother especially, that my Catholic faith was my greatest gift. I should do, I must do everything to protect it. I must never lose it. And I took that as my solemn undertaking in life. My solemn undertaking was, Oh my goodness, do not ever commit a mortal sin. That is the worst tragedy ever. Because by mortal sin, you're basically uh, causing Jesus to leave your soul. The life of sanctifying grace is gone. There's no, your, your soul's in darkness. Your soul's black. And if you've had the misfortune to commit a mortal sin, the only way to recover God's grace is through the sacrament of confession. Confessing your sins to Jesus through his ordained minister, the priest in the confessional. 
who, by the way, is bound by um, uh, the seal of confession to never, ever, ever reveal the sins. After my last episode, I had a person who is baptized Catholic, who has not been practicing his Catholic faith, reach out to me. And he was like giving me the argument, oh, I don't need to confess my sins to any man. I go directly to God. He said, I think God can hear me. And I said, of course, of course, God can hear you. But Jesus set it up this way. And besides, don't forget the other scriptural passage where it says, confess your sins one to another. I said, I don't know about you. I would much prefer confessing my sins to a Catholic priest in the secrecy of the confessional, where he is bound and under pain of mortal sin himself to never reveal my sins, compared to just going and confessing my sins to a friend. I mean, I've had, I have a non-Catholic friend who has tried to confess her sins to me because she took that scripture, confess your sins one to another, very literally, and she felt she had to tell me her sins. And I'm like, please, please don't tell me your sins. You don't have to do this. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. It says so in scripture. Well, for 2,000 years, the Catholic Church has always, always, always taught that we confess our sins to Jesus through the priest. That has always been the constant teaching. And the Catholic Church is nothing else really than Christianity spread universally. So, my friends, I have a friend who was a lapsed Catholic, or to use a scriptural term, fallen away. And that term, I believe, comes from the passage in Scripture where it talks about staying on the path of heaven, and some fall away, and some the birds get, you know, the seeds. So I have a friend who recently came back to church, went to confession for the first time in many, many, many years, and she herself told me afterwards that uh, going to confession, she now understands why. That to be accountable, to say your sins out loud to another human being, granted, it is a human being, but with the eyes of faith, it's truly to Jesus through the ears of the priest. But she saw the value. She didn't see the value beforehand. It was the realization afterwards something came over her and urged her to go to confession. Five minutes before that, she had no intention. I actually had been praying for her that whatever was blocking her from understanding the need for confession be removed. And miraculously, supernaturally, God in His infinite goodness and grace sent graces to her, and she said yes. And my friend After she emerged from the confessional, yes, she was crying. She was crying tears of contrition. But 15 minutes later, she was able to receive the Holy Eucharist for the first time in about 25 years. And again, she was crying, sobbing. But she later told me those that time, the tears were tears of joy. So after confession, tears of contrition, after the Holy Eucharist, tears of immense supernatural joy. My friend, I want that for each of you. Jesus is longing for your soul to be his tabernacle. St. Therese of Lisieux said, 
Jesus did not come down from heaven on the altar in Mass just to be stored in a tabernacle until someone came to visit him or he was taken out to be given to the sick. He longs to be given into the tabernacle of your soul, of my soul, of your friend's souls, of every soul in this world. This Christmas, you can become the tabernacle of our Lord if you have not been living your Catholic faith by a good sacramental confession. If you have questions about that or you have a an unusual situation, I invite you, pick up your phone and call a local Catholic priest whose wisdom and virtue are apparent to you. And if for some reason you don't know someone like that, feel free to message me on Facebook and I will do my best to find a priest to help you. My longing, my deep, intense longing is that anyone who hears my voice will hear my sincerity and my longing and my call and my Catholic whisper to you, please come back. Please wake up if you've been in a long slumber, if you've been slumbering in sin, if, if you've been slumbering in ignorance, if you've been slumbering in doubt, if you've been slumbering in confusion, if you've been slumbering in anger or fear or distress, please come home. And if you're not ready to take the move to go to confession, please just come back into a Catholic church, into the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let him touch you. Let him talk to you. Let his presence comfort you. Life is short, my friends, and Christmas is the best time to come home to Jesus, to come home to his true presence in the Holy Eucharist, to come back to the sacraments, to come back to praying the rosary. If you're an older person, I invite you to relive in your memories your childhood faith. If you were taught the faith as a child, I invite you to go back in time in your memories and think of your first communion day. Think of your Christmases. Think of the family conversations that were holy. And if, unfortunately, you were not raised in a family like that, I encourage you to take some steps to find out more. Ask yourself, why does Marcy even care? Why does she care if I come home to the Catholic Church? Well, I will continue to talk about why I care so much on another episode. Today, I simply wanted to come back and follow up to come home for Christmas with part two because I have received some comments of confusion. Another question being, is it really a mortal sin to miss Mass on Sunday? And it is. It absolutely is. So if you have been missing Mass on Sundays, and you do go back to church, please do not go to receive the Holy Eucharist until you've gone to receive the Sacrament of Confession. In most parishes, they have a little guide to help you examine your conscience so that you make a good confession. And in case you don't know, there are four aspects to making a good confession. The first one is to tell the truth. It's to list every mortal sin that you are aware of. Um the number, etc., and the kind. Now, if if it's been so long and you don't know, 
do your best and you can explain to the priest your situation. Number two um, is be truly sorry for your sins. And if you don't know if you're truly sorry, start asking the Holy Spirit to help you to feel sorry for your sins. Number three, it's to have the firm resolve to to make the resolution to not do those sins again. Now, I know you possibly might do those sins again because um, if we fall into the same sins uh, continually, that becomes what is called a vice. And you don't necessarily rip a vice out of your soul completely and forever the first time you confess it. But you have the resolution with God's grace to not deliberately do those sins again. So you want to have the firm purpose of amendment, which is the resolution to not do it again. And then the fourth condition for a good confession is to do the penance. So typically a priest will give you a penance like three Our Fathers and three Hail Marys, as well as a good act of contrition. Now, this is the act of contrition I was taught. It's a little different from what people sometimes are taught nowadays, but I'm going to share mine just so you can hear what an act of contrition for a Catholic sounds like. Oh my God, I'm heartily sorry for having offended thee. I detest all of my sins because I dread the loss of heaven and the pains of hell. But most of all, because they offend thee, my God, who art all good and deserving of all my love. I firmly resolve with the help of thy grace to confess my sins to do penance, and to amend my life. Amen. My friends, I hope you come home for Christmas. You are in my prayers, and until next time, I'm Marcy Youngster, the Catholic Whisperer. I invite you to become a Catholic Whisperer as well. Goodbye now. P.S. In listening to this recording, I wanted to clarify something I said. When you go to confession to the best of your ability and follow the four uh, parts that I described, all of your sins are removed. What I meant by saying you can't rip up the vice, what I meant was the habits, the inclinations, the tendencies, all of those don't miraculously disappear in that moment. But the guilt is all removed and washed away. Your soul is immaculately clean like a newborn baby. I'm sorry, like a newly baptized baby. But the the effects of the sin and the situations in your life will remain. So for that end, um, you would want to continue praying and asking the grace and receiving the sacraments frequently to strengthen your soul so that you are not uh, tempted as badly or as weak as before which um, caused you to fall into those sins in the first place. So I just wanted to clarify that about ripping up the sins. <laughs> uh, all of the sins are removed by a good sacramental confession, but some of the temptations and the, the inner weaknesses you have very possibly will remain, and so you will need to continue praying and working it out with God through prayer, sacrifice, fasting, good works, and receiving the sacraments. Okay, until next time, Merry Christmas. So my friends, we've come to the end of today's broadcast. I invite you to subscribe and share the Catholic Whisperer podcast with all of your friends. 
You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram as The Catholic Whisperer. Until next time, together, let us live our faith, love our faith, learn our faith, spread our faith, and be our faith. I'm Marcy Youngster. Until next time, God bless you and everyone you love. Mm-hmm.